Uh, well, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year. Coming to you, What Happened to Us, with Sam, Nate, and Hugh. Is it, is it happy? Well, it is what they refer to it as. Whether it's happy or not, I don't know. How about it's just, it's a new year? How about that? It is a new year. Okay. New year, same us. There's, there's a lot of things to be happy for. What are you talking about? Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> well, the vaccine's here. I'm happy about that. Yeah, yeah. But they've, I mean, somehow within a week of it, of it being, you know, starting to get distributed, they've already fucked it up. Like the, 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 the rollout. America. Yeah, that is true. The rollout's already fucked up. And Trump's already blaming everybody but himself. He says it's the state's fault that everything's going wrong. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the... The kicker of it all is the so the falls. time you know Fauci said you know that they've been saying that the, we need like at least seventy percent people to be to be vaccinated for to get uh, herd immunity, and uh, that is gonna that that timeline has gone from maybe in May to now probably the end of next year. So twenty twenty one is gonna suck too. Because. Mm. Couldn't fucking figure out how to like it, it, you knew this was gonna be the issue when you found out he turned down picking up vaccines from Pfizer. Yeah. So. Yeah. But. The third, at least the, the third one, got approved today, I believe. I think I saw that headline, the um, AstraZeneca one. Oh. So at least at least there are three in the out in the market in the U.S., but that doesn't mean. We I mean, Pfizer's are, Pfizer's already flat out said the government is not even telling them where to send it. They're like, we have all these vaccines sitting in a warehouse and we don't even know where to go. That's probably that's hospitals. A probably hospitals. That's, might... a, that's a problem. Yeah, but which hospitals? I don't know. States that I, actually yeah. try to do things properly? Uh, who can say? No, I got a question who... for you guys. Do you think it's like fair for the guys who have... Should people who said, this doesn't exist, this is all hoax, even be allowed to get the vaccine? Are you spe- are you specifically talking about Congress? Yes. Or yeah, Senate, there's this there's you know. this thing this thing where they 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 are claiming that you know Congress the con- every member of Congress need needed to be vaccinated up front for the sake of continuity of government. Yet anybody who's looked at our government for the last I mean not even the last four years I'd say our government's been a fuck up for the last two hundred years. Um, Continuity of government means nothing because it. I mean, they weren't doing anything before, but it is pretty remarkable that people like Marco Rubio and others who talked shit about the virus not being a pandemic talked about, you know, then jumped the line to get their vaccine. And then Marco Rubio immediately went back to talking shit about how it's not a pandemic. Like, it's remarkable. Like, they're cartoon characters. No, no accountability for them whatsoever. So it, at this point, every time they say something on camera, I half expect them to be like twirling their mustache like a cartoon villain. I mean, I, Mitch McConnell's laugh is a a worthy one of those evil kind of things. Like when he was having his debate back against the uh, the Trumper uh, McGrath, the de- sorry Democratic Trumper. Uh, yeah, Democratic Trumper. And yeah, he was like, she was telling him like how many people have died, and he starts laughing the whole time, and it's just like, yeah, that's about right. That's that, that's that's who they are. They, they don't care. They don't. They don't care. And um, yeah, that the vetoed the not even, not even vetoed. They just kind of the stimulus. No. It's not even a stimulus. Survival checks. Yeah, uh, well, like, yeah. This this I mean, six hundred is better than nothing. 
No, but, but no, the 2000 got passed through the house very quickly. Right, and it was right. Just and, shot it's, down. and it's now it's it's being held there. But but I will say that um, I mean, it, it's an interest. They're going full politics with it for sure. Oh, absolutely. Like Mike, because um, it, it 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 put the Republicans in a really tough spot, especially the, in the Georgia runoff, because on the one they have now, like the the way that Bern, you know, with what Bernie Sanders and um, I forget who the second senator is that's i think it's um um the one from massachusetts that's not elizabeth warren oh yes um i can't remember his name. i can't recall he beat his name. A kennedy in his, uh... um uh no Ke- the kennedy is a, re- as a, re- a representative um i can't think of his name uh anyway it's neither here nor there yet what they're doing is now that they're holding up the defense bill like basically they're making it so that now every republican senator is going to have to explain why they're voting against two thousand dollars and and most of them, the reason is because they don't want to go against their base, Trump's voters. But now they have to admit it, which is going to make them. And so it's going to make like Leffler and um, um, oh, uh, Purdue and, and Georgia look really bad, yes. which is a good thing. Yes, that it's a good thing. But it's still they're they're going full politics with it. Well, they have to like anything. It's just it, it, messing with people's lives. is just a. F- and I, I I don't remember electing Mitch McConnell the runner of the country. That's, that's a that's that's and that's why I say that our, our government is because uh, him and flawed flawed is that it made the 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 Senate has so much power to the point where the whoever's holding the majority of the Senate controls the entire government. And so whoever runs that majority of the Senate, the one person controls everything like the, Mitch McConnell has far more power than the president. And Nancy Pelosi has a lot of power, too, but she doesn't know how to fucking use it. So. But yeah, that is true. But the, for some reason, the I don't know why I, I I don't know enough about the formation of the government to know why they gave this. I don't recall why they gave the Senate as much power as they did to to counter the presidency and the House essentially. So yeah, it's for the, the it's mainly for checks and balances. But the problem is, is I mean, I think it's gotten way more crucial. I guess all the things that go through Senate. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's so like the, the I mean the the top of the list is the judge like judges and appointments like right like like the the house doesn't even get a say in that but right they do, so they, whoever, I'm sorry they do but not but not not for judges so whoever decides on what the senate decides on basically yeah, and much. basically it's the senate that decides <laughs> and the the house the, the house the power that's, that's when the vice president has power though if the senate is divided and there's a tie. That's when the vice president steps in. Yeah, well, exactly. that fingers knock on wood, fingers crossed. That if that could could have though, that, I'm curious not only because it's, I think feel like I don't know off the top of my head if I obviously I know a 50 50 split becomes a Democratic majority quote unquote majority because the vice president is the tiebreaker, but that that means nobody in the Senate technically has the majority leader title because that would basically mean Schumer and 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 uh, McConnell are technically equals. It's uh, no, just because that, the Democrat has the it's a Democrat. So they would they would still so Schumer would still technically become the majority leader. Yes, because okay. of Harris, they would give them the extra vote and therefore yeah. someone has know. to someone has to be the majority leader. I don't believe Schumer yeah. should be the leader, but. Well, he has to. He has to rally. They have to vote for the leader. Yeah, but do the yeah. Yeah, they do. It's like I don't know. It's you know. I I think we we missed how how good we had it when Harry Reid was in charge because Harry Reid was actually he knew what he was doing. Yeah. Like you you might dislike him, but he unlike the current leadership, he knew what he was doing. 
Like the, oh, the no, Repo- no. I mean, I mean, you could argue, you can argue that Mitch McConnell is exactly what he's doing because he does. Oh no, no, he's he's an evil genius. That's the that's the that's the scary part is he's not. He knows he's doing exactly. everything on purpose. Yeah. yeah, it's awful. It's just it's going against a lot of what normal people want, and I just don't know why he's doing the things that he does sometimes. Because he's evil, <laughs> and he doesn't give a shit. It's all about him and his his getting his. Yeah, like how do you have twenty million dollars when you're a public servant? You he's know? worth 34, 34 million. Oh, sorry, I'm, I apologize. Yeah. Uh, the numbers have increased. Yeah, I saw I saw a list a list today of the um, members of the Senate who are who are the wealthiest. You might be surprised to know this that the ten wealthiest senators are nine of them are white dudes. What the the uh, the although the wealthiest is Kelly Leffler who's in the runoff. She's worth eight hundred million, okay. and a lot of that is she married into it. Yeah, well, like yeah. Her, 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 husband her husband is the runs the. New York Stock, Stock Exchange. Exchange. Yeah, so he, yeah, he, who he shouldn't be running the New York Stock Exchange after what happened back in yeah, the beginning of all this, the insider trading that they do. That he should lose his seat. He should be in prison for you know Martha Stewart went to prison for insider trading. It won't happen. Same with no. same with Purdue. Both the senators of Georgia should be in prison for white collar crimes. There's that, a lot of members of Congress that should be in prison. Yeah, but those two are specifically busted. They got caught. Yeah, because they were true. both in the meetings. They were both made trades right after the meetings. Loeffler informed her husband. He went and shifted. It's. Do you think that the the regular voter in Georgia knows or cares about that? No, I don't think I don't no. fucking think they know. I'm like, if they don't no. know, I mean, all your advertisement and like Purdue won't even debate Osoff or oh. Usoff or whatever however you say it. I'm well, because he's he's really good looking, and I wouldn't want to debate him on TV either. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> it is a good point. Well, he debated him once and got his ass handed to him. But do you remember the whole Nixon Kennedy debates? Yep. Yes, the very first televised debate. One yeah. Kennedy. Yep. Nixon Nixon was very sweaty. Yes, that he uh, he he desperately needed a um, a uh, uh, I'm sure he uh, a pow- Yeah, some he needed powder. He needed some kind of powder for sure. I he, he needed he a cup of water. Like, but yeah, keep drinking water. But even, but even I mean, nobody was in a in in the first televised debate. Nobody was gonna beat Kennedy. Like I mean, that man, that man was an, he was an attractive man. And if pe- for people, well, I mean, the thing is, he was attractive, and he is very well spoken. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Kennedys. They um, yeah. Well, yeah. So that, it's that, just that, that a... it's just it's it's really hard. I I don't know. Like I feel like people vote for very different reasons obviously so it's just i don't really know what the big ticket items or the big hot topics or whatever are in georgia but i honestly think it's just literally party lines at this point yeah pretty much um i i'm i'm a one uh single issue voter sam i vote solely on the hair of the politician which is why i wrote in gavin newsom for not only for president but well, on he's the, great on the missouri ballot i wrote him in for every single thing i wrote him in for several uh judgeships well you need a judge with good hair uh, he's got great hair he's got pat riley well, I mean, pat riley i hair. feel like don't don't even compare him to Pat Riley because he's actually way better looking. Um, uh, a young Pat Riley, Sam. Actually, an old yeah, Pat man. Riley. Pat Riley's yeah. an attractive octo- octogenarian. He, he is, but he's just not like uh, he doesn't it doesn't float my boat. Like Gavin Newsom's a lot more attractive to me than a young Pat Riley. That's all. 
I didn't know this is where the conversation was going to start, but if we want to start ranking most, I mean, we had it, we had a set, you know, what we were going to talk about, but I can go list the most attractive politicians. Let's, let's get uh, inappropriate. Oh, you want? Not really. I don't really care. I'm joking. I mean, well, I think the problem, I think the problem is is that like, I have an issue for whatever reason with Pat Riley's hair, like when he slicks it back, but when Gavin Newsom slicks it back, it's okay. So I don't know why. There shouldn't you know, be a reason. You know who I had a problem with and saying this is a man near and dear to our heart. It was Steve Lavin because Steve Lavin, UCLA, former, Steve UCLA, Lavin. <laughs> former UCLA coach. Oh, my he, God. I forgot about him. He was trying and, and look it up. If anybody wants to look him up, you might not be familiar. He was like the UCLA coach for like 10 years, but it was while we were there. Wait, wasn't he uh, like good, a mixture good. of uh, Steve Mariucci meets yes. uh, Andy Garcia? Meets Pat Riley's hair. Yes, that that's where I was going with this, is that he was so trying to be, he was in LA, he was the head coach of UCLA, which used to be a really big deal. Now it's kind of a big, you know, sort of. Like UCLA is not the program it used to be. Um, but he, it was so obvious, it's like, okay, this guy's just trying to be Pat Riley. Because if you look if you look at Steve Levin now, he's held several jobs since UCLA, but I believe he's now just an on-air um, – well, he had cancer. I, I, I hopefully, he's, hopefully he's doing better. But I don't believe he even has the slick back hair anymore. Hmm. Uh, no, I mean it's not in style anymore technically. I mean let's be honest. Well, Newsom's, Newsom's hair is slick back. Yeah, but um, he, that, that's his thing. I think, I think Levin already did it. Like been there, done that. You kind of have to like reinvent yourself every couple years, right? Right. That's um, fair. So I think that's I forgot about Mariucci, man. That name brings back 49ers memories. He, the, he's still he's still kicking around. He's on the the NFL network. He's been a coach. In, sure he hasn't is. been a coach in a long time. But what, what well, speaking of the Niners, time? we 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 had a, we, we we and Nate are part of a group text from our friends with college, and we we, we brought up uh, Chosen Rosen, and I and I'm just like, oh, that's right, Chosen on Chosen working the 49ers. He yeah, he, well, weekend. he yeah he's. Oh, no. he, He's he's he went he got signed by the Niners last week, yeah. At, because he was on the scout team of the Bucks, I believe. You are correct. And and for the you know if people aren't that familiar familiar with football, scout team is generally your third or fourth string quarterback. Um, uh, they don't even dress on the on the games; they just are on the the practice team. But he is now technically the Niners' backup because the Niners are currently on their third string quarterback because the yes. Niners have. The Niners have had a two of a tw- their entire season. They they've had the their season has been twenty twenty in a nutshell. They yeah. they've either lost half their team to injuries and the other half to COVID, and it's it's been a they like, went from being in the Super Bowl to now not even coming close to the playoffs. Yeah, like it's, it's so, been a year. Like Jimmy G Mullins, and now um, I always call him Beat Hard. Beth, yeah, I think it's pronounced Bethard. Yes, I think. No, I know, I know. Yeah. I'm very I'm very aware, but I call him Beat Hard. I'm very That's familiar with his I'm, grandfather. Yeah. Who's his grandfather? Uh, Bobby Bethard, the Bethard. GM. Oh, oh yeah. He uh, yeah dismantled the Chargers back in 1994 for one draft class. Nah. But yeah. it's funny because um, was it we were just no, talking about Sorry, UCLA. Oh, 98. No, that makes it. Yeah. I, I, so my roommate in college and like one of my really good friends in high school as well, she was a huge Chargers fan. Uh, so so we watched a lot of Chargers games in college. I'm sorry, that was a bad time to be watching Chargers. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was until about well, I mean, good, good time to be a Chargers yes, fan. Yes, there was. There was a yeah. small window there. It was a bad what? time to be a Niners fan too. So we were both had bad. No, you, got you guys, you, you guys had the '80s, Sam. You got the '80s and '90s. She had the '90s. Uh, first half, first half the, I'll give you the first. Yeah. The first half of the '90s, you did. Uh, the, Rice. Uh, the Rams. The Rams. I've got in, in my 20. 
25, 20, longer than 25, but 25 years of, of I don't want to say rabid fandom, but that, you know, as a kid, when they were the LA Rams, they were sort of my team. Right. I just did, I wouldn't, you know, as an eight year old, I wasn't that big into football. The um, Everett years? The Jim Everett years. Jim Everett, the, Chris, yeah. the, Chris, the Chris Everett years, if you're Jim Rome. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, well, that didn't yeah. go well. What's that? The Jim Rome with the Chris Everett thing. Oh yeah, that's a yeah. If anybody ever wants to see a funny clip, look up Jim uh, Jim Everett Jim Rome when Jim Rome was interviewing him for his show on TV, and he kept calling him Chris Everett just to piss him off, and it worked because he lunged at him and tried to start a fight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in the twenty five years, I'll, we'll just say since ninety four when the Rams came to St. Louis, I've had like five good years total. No, but no, probably more than that because the. The greatest show on turf, the late '90s. We had a good, we had a three years. Yeah, about five years like, in that window. Two, yeah, but uh, but good. Like the three, play. the three, like '99 to '01 was like the, the 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 big years. That was the two Super Bowls in three years. Right. And they've been the, the last four years. They've been good. You know, they went to the Super Bowl two years ago. Like yeah, yeah, both but, their teams lost in the Super Bowl in back to back years. Yes, that's true. My, so, my team uh, has not been relevant at all in that time. It's uh, no, twelve and four season. Yeah, well, you had you had a lot. I mean, the the Chargers weren't the the Philip Rivers years weren't bad. No, they, they were a lot bad. of good were... teams. They just never did much in the playoffs. And uh, and you have the uh, usually had think um, thanks to Nate Kading, right? No, Nate Kading definitely uh, derail... us. a kicker. People are always talking about like Philip Rivers didn't do anything. I'm like, no, he let them in position to win games. It's the kicker who is the most accurate kicker as I in football couldn't kick a goddamn playoff field goal nope nope oh oh, oh also congratulations nate on winning your first ever fantasy football championship have to sneak i'm in. thank you i'm thank you I, I mean i can't believe it took you 20 minutes to bring it up hey, but thank you very up. much you know um the dismantling you gave yes. me in the uh, semifinals was not worth uh picking up so. <sighs> i wasn't even anything compared to the dismantling you were given in the final uh my i mean the third place game a third place game, excuse me. Yes, that was a that was a fun beat down by Bob Stevenson, uh, aka yeah. Dennis Soliri for those people. Dennis Soliri, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, because everybody, everybody loves hearing about somebody else's fantasy team, but um, yeah, yeah, you know, it's good. It was a good win, good win. I've, I've had a, hey, it came in second last year, so I've, I've been in okay in the league of flying camels. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what, okay, one, so so in the first in our first 20 minutes we've covered uh, gotten to serious politics and fantasy football so um we also did hair so no yeah. oh, and good hair well, hair yeah. is really important you know mm-hmm. hey good hair is a it's a good thing hey you know what Hugh? i'm not ashamed i'm not i'm not you have great hair Hugh. I appreciate you got a, you got a you, you got a great head of lettuce is what the hockey players say yeah, I, I, I like to think so i like to think so your beard yeah, your beard's yeah. getting your beard's getting kind of long too uh, you know yeah it just yeah i got lazy and that's fine. Uh, yeah. It's his, his season. I mean, everyone's growing up beards and stuff now. Um, it's the winter, too. Um, you've seen Josh's. Josh's yeah, well, Josh's is, Josh's is next level. Josh's is next. Yeah, Josh, Josh's is... Uh, that's like It feels like that's been going for like five years, but it's not. It's only been for what? March since March. He's, March. Uh, not, he, that's he, a scary beard for a year, by the way. That's impressive growth. His is it's it, he he could be an honorary member of it. Is it was it the Wyatt family? Yes. The the oh, the rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest yep. in peace. Brody Lee. Who? Uh, the it, the Wyatt family was a it's a wrestling. They're Back not a real family, but they're a group of wrestlers who they're they're kind of their steez. Their stable. Oh was, yeah, yeah, was yeah. They, they, they were like from the New Orleans, Louisiana Bayou. Wasn't that their thing, Hugh? Kinda, that they were sort yeah, of like, like a little bit like, and that. they they had like a voodoo weird element to them. But yeah. basically, they just had crazy beards. 
and one of them passed away like uh, about a week ago. No, yeah, I read like I read that, ago. and I'm just like his beard looks like Josh's. Yeah, no, that's, that's why I'm saying Josh <laughs> yeah. could be an honorary member, or Josh could also be an honorary member of the Soggy Bottom Gang. Soggy Bottom yep. Boys, Soggy Bottom Boys. Weren't those beards fakes and they were like pulling them down? They, they were, they were. I don't, and I don't know for a fact that Josh's is, and I haven't seen Sam tug at it. It's, it's the, 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 the shake of the head. <laughs> no, your 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 exasperation says enough. It's, it's something that I just like, kind of put like literally sometimes like I'll forget, Did he... and then I'll like wake up in the morning and I, and, I, and I look over and I'm just like. That's right. You, you think a homeless person snuck into your bed yeah, in, the, pretty, in, the, in, the, in the middle of the night? Pretty much. I mean, I call him Rasputin all the time. So He basically, he looks, you know who he looks like? He looks like um, the, I, I forget, I don't remember the character's name, but he was the homeless guy that uh, um, uh, Happy Gilmore made his caddy. I think yeah. it's just the homeless guy. basically looks like that. Yeah. I don't think that character had a name. I don't think he did, but it, it, that actor was like is like in all the Sandler movies. Yeah, I just can't, he's, I can't in, think, he's in all of his yeah, movies. <laughs> yeah, he was. I love him in Wedding Wedding Singer. He's great. Um, I yeah, I can't think of his name, but he's he's definitely part of the the Sandler family. But I don't I don't know if his character had a name in in I'm, I'm Happy Man or Happy. As Happy we speak. I'm, there's Schumer again. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I have a list of names that I've been keeping. You know, just to randomly call him. I call him Lucas <laughs> sometimes. Like Force Gump is like one of my favorites. Um, it's, it's, Hagrid. It's, Hagrid. Hagrid, those are good. Yeah. And you haven't seen Fleabag, right? So never mind. But um, the actor, um, the brother in law in it, uh, his name is Brett Gelman in real life. He's a, he's a, you know, American actor. I think he's only American in that show because everybody else is British. Um, but he looks, he runs me Brett Gelman too because of the hair on top. Oh, I know. Okay. Yeah. I know who that is. Yeah. Yeah, he's and, uh, and Castaway. Like, there's, there's all these. Cast, oh, definitely Castaway. Yeah, it's, it's a look. Is it now? Is it strictly been a? You know, he's been doing that since pre-pandemic, right? That's not. No, he really? started in March fifteenth. Is there an end date, or is it just gonna when keep he gets, going? It's when he gets his second vaccine. Ah, so earlier when we talked about how that could be the end of next year, that's mm-hmm. gonna be that's fun for you. Is it though? By then, he might be ZZ Top. Yeah, that's what that's what Kira wants. She wants it all the way down to his belly button. She oh, wants wow. uh, Billy Gibbons. You know, the thing I, I always thought I was funny is that you know in ZZ Top, it's the two guys have the beard, and then the third guy, the drummer, doesn't have a beard. But right. you know, the, the drummer's name, his last name is actually Beard. Yes, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. Fun, fun fact. Okay. Yes, I didn't know that. To answer your and Happy they, Gilmore question, uh, the homeless guy's name is Otto. That does sound familiar. I have not seen that movie in in a very long time. Nor have I. I watched The Wedding Singer maybe a couple months ago. Still holds up. It's pretty good. Yeah. I, I haven't mean, seen that in a long time either. It's just, it's, the Adam it's, Sandler ones. That's, one that's a good rom com for him. It's a believable yeah, rom com. His earlier, his earlier stuff, the rom coms were really good, and then lately not so much. But um. Well, he was on the he was on that hot streak for like you know he went from Billy Madison, The Wedding Singer, Happy Gilmore, uh, Happy Gilmore, and I recall his first miss was um was i remember this because we were is when we were in school was little nicky remember that like little nicky that came out and people were like oh wow his, well, streak, and also, his streak his streak might be over didn't click come out during that time too no click was later click was in okay. his his era of around um like 50 first dates that that era oh, which he, I didn't he was, really, 
I didn't really like Waterboy, and everyone likes Waterboy. Waterboy was Waterboy was right. It was after Little Nicky, and it was sort of a slight return to form because people did like it more. Um, you know, it gave uh, it gave Rob Schneider his his most famous line ever that uh, you know that you can do it. Um, oh, they, <laughs> um, you know, a movie I haven't seen in a long time that I'm sure does not hold up is Deuce Bigelow. I remember when Deuce Bigelow first came out. I remember thinking it was really funny. I bet that movie is shit. No, but you know what? The um, the actual Gigolo, the he's really hot. He's like the guy um, from uh, the Mummy. Yeah, yeah, he's from the yeah. Mummy franchise. I forget. I, his, I, forget I can't think of his name, but yeah, he yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, it was I, a fun, it was it was a funny premise, but it is and, it I, and, and I stupid. well <laughs> is <laughs> yeah okay. Okay, so we're looking for the, the, the first miss for Adam Sandler, right? I Well, I maintain it was Little Nicky. Now, little, now, what, now I, I just mean quality. Little, little Nicky may have made money, so I don't know if, the, if, if, we can, if you consider it a financial miss, but I remember thinking everybody thought that he was just on a real hot streak and couldn't make a, you know, his He was on the, like, Will Smith was on a similar hot streak, but Will Smith lasted a lot longer. Okay, so um, first miss, I would say, was Bulletproof. In '96. Oh, I forgot about that one. But it was. I a... actually really like that movie, but whatever. <laughs> no. That was yeah. I I totally forgot that that was not a was that even comedy at all or was it straight action? It was straight action with comedy thrown. It was a, a duo, sure. buddy cop kind of thing or whatever. But Little Nicky at in 2000 probably was his biggest miss at that point. Yeah. Because and then there was Mr. Deeds, which I like. You know Nicky what, Mr. Mr. Deeds, I thought was. Well, I mean, easily the best part of Mr. Deeds is John Turturro, who just yeah. shows up all the time. He just slides in from. We, I Sam, did did, did you see it? We watched that together. I was going to yeah, say screening. They did a screening, which we, I'm sure we've talked about on the podcast before. But you, we were very privileged at UCLA to get a lot of advanced screenings of movies, and they would um, uh, more often than not, not only would we get a screening, they would um, a lot of times the cast would come for Q and As. I know we've talked about this before because I always bring up the Jason Lee story. Um, cause Jay, you know, he came for the, um, dogma screening, but yeah, um, the Mr. Deeds screening, Adam Sandler came out and he recorded the, that his version of the Hanukkah song that year, like live. And I, th- I think Spade was there too. I think David Spade came out on stage with him. It was cool. I'm sure. But it's, yeah, after that, it was like anger management. I don't know. I didn't really see, I haven't seen it. Well, well, the, but he also, Punch Drug Love was in there. Punch yeah, Drug but Love I, think, I don't great. include his, I'm going to attempt serious films. Because you had Punch Drunk Love, you had Spanglish, Rain Over Me, and Rain Over Me, and I guess technically Click, but well, yeah, well, it was, I, I mean Click was sad, but I think it was he was still going for comedy. Oh, also funny. Like people. I like I agree, Rain Over Me and and Punch Drunk. Well, Punch Drunk Love was still a dark comedy, but Rain Over Me was straight like drama. Yeah, like there was no attempt at because that was a wasn't that like a post nine eleven movie? Yes, it was. Like he was he was supposed to be like a man traumatized by nine eleven. He lost his family in nine eleven. They were on a, yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the flights, I believe. So yeah, I just you know I I'm not gonna knock him for you know Adam Sandler. Hell, if we could do what he did for, does for a living, just make films with our friends and have a good time going on vacation for a month at a time just being and getting paid to do it why not well he, well, he gets paid a lot he gets, kind of huge he, netflix deal. he gets paid a lot i'm more shocked it, that netflix gave him a second deal after like the ridiculous six and like he fed them some garbage in between a, a couple decent ones like the do-over 
with no, but you'd be surprised. People actually watch it. Oh, people watch. Like I'm sure his numbers are great, so that's why they re-up the deal. It's worth it for them to re-up a deal with him than it is to find new new talent, in my opinion, because sometimes Hollywood's lazy. Oh, sometimes. Absolutely. um, Some sometimes. Speaking of Sandler, like you know his his team. Um, you know, Swartzen, um, yep. Nick Swartzen, who's I, I think Nick Swartzen's absolutely hysterical, but like, you know, whenever he, he's, he, whenever he's been given a chance to star, it doesn't usually work out. Um, but I, it, it just made me think, cause I'm actually looking at it right now. I just happened to come across the other day. Um, the, it was the, it was an analytic list of the 25 worst movies of all time. Oh, like they, they not only took the rotten to so every, in order to make this list, you had to be a, a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. But on top of that, because there are a lot of zeros on Rotten Tomatoes, but on top of that, you had to have at least twenty critical reviews. Okay. Uh, so a lot of like a lot of these B movies that can just sneak under the radar. Right. So so like the, um, so they so they ranked it. So, so this is like an analytic version of like they they punch the numbers to make it the 20 worst 25 worst movies of all time and there are a couple of sandler movies on there um oh, sure but the reason i thought of swartzen is specifically bucky larson born to be a star is on there absolutely yeah has to which be. was his starring vehicle strangely enough bucky larson is the only one on this list that actually it used to be zero percent on rotten tomatoes it somehow jumped up to three percent and nobody knows how they think people like people are trying to like fudge the numbers because it was zero percent for a really long time but now, now it's somehow sitting at three percent. But the uh, the movie that we talked, which we, we mentioned last time, we talked about Sandler. You couldn't remember it. It was like the western that he made. That like uh, it was part of the, part of his Netflix. Yeah, ridiculous it was six. The, the ridiculous six. Yeah. Um, but the number one, according to this ranking, the number one worst movie of all time is Ballistic X versus Sever. Yes, with I know Lucy that Lou, one. That's with Lucy, Lucy Lou and, Lou and Antonio, Banderas. Uh, Antonio Banderas. Which, strangely enough. They're in development to make a sequel. Oddly. I don't know how things like that get made. Yeah. Um, I Well, I mean, they were both pretty big at the time. Lucy Liu was, was yeah. on a... She was, you know, she she was on um, with Ally McBeal, but she also was coming off of, I believe, the first Charlie's Angels. Right. There had to be some reason they thought she could be an action star. Oh, yeah, uh, which, which by the way, she can be an action star. She was awesome in uh, Kill Bill. Yeah, I'm trying to but think. Yeah, it's no. like, is any U Bowl movies on there? Uh, no, the, these are actually all um, pretty. Uh, uh, there's a couple Travolta, actually three Travolta movies. Gotti, uh, Gotti, um, Look Who's Talking Now, right? The third, third one, one with the dogs, and, Sta- and Staying Alive, the sequel to. Um, uh, Saturday Night Fever. Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone. Some of the other, I believe, in that one. Some of the he did. He walked past him on the street. Some other ones that uh, you might be familiar with. Uh, Mac and Me. Oh yeah. Famously, yeah, Mac and Me. We've talked about many times on this. It's the ET <laughs> ET knockoff that Paul Rudd has made famous. I love the fact that Sam uh, was laughing before she could unmute herself because we like right. have to hear that one. It's, it's the, the. I mean, the, it's no, the. I mean, just there's a whole compilation on YouTube of when Paul Rudd goes on to Conan and the amount of times that he (laughs) throws to a clip of his new film and it's always Mac and me. It's the same scene. The same scene of the the kid in the wheelchair going going downhill. (laughs) And it's just like 
I know it's coming, and I know that it's going to be that clip, but it gets me every time. It's and just I don't more know Conan's why. reaction <laughs> by the end of it. It's like I've seen this compilation you're talking about, and, <laughs> so and there was stupid. a moment where there was a clip of actually the clip of the tr- whatever yet you were showing, yeah. and then it cut to Mac and me, and it's just like you just see Conan being like, "Why? Why do I even try? Why do I even bother?" <laughs> the uh, it's so good. The a, a number of these movies, not surprisingly, are sequels. Um, Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2 is yeah. on there. Um, uh, Return to the Blue Lagoon. Oh, yeah. Which was the unfortunate sequel with um, Brooke Shields. Or is she in the original? No, she was in the sequel. No, she, she was in the original. Uh, she was in the original. Somebody else was in the sequel. Right. I don't remember. Uh, you know what's a, what, two that upset me that were on this list is one, is one was Wagons East, which is... John Candy's undoubtedly a terrible movie but it's john candy's last movie he died while making it which kind of makes me sad that it's on the list Mueller. like how could how could john candy alone should be enough to get a movie off of zero percent on, on it Rotten was pretty Tomatoes. bad uh, it was bad Lewis, richard lewis wasn't good in it either uh mila jovovich was the girl that's in... the one that's it um and who was the, the guy because it was christopher atkins was the guy in the first blue lagoon brian I don't... Krause. ah i know brian Krause. Um. That's yeah. Such let's see. Uh, sleepwalkers. I was gonna say sleepwalkers with Madgen Amick. She she had a she had a run for a while on a couple movies. Um. She, Jeez, uh, that's impressive, another, Nate. How the f- that I know Madgen Amick. Yeah. Steve, sleepwalkers was a Stephen King thing. Yes, wasn't he was. It? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. There, he was can like we, a, a what? Can we take a few steps back? Just, yes. just a, a random story. So we were talking about Nick Swartzen a few months ago. Right. And I was working at Comedy Central for years, as you know, in advertising. And there was a pilot called Gay Robot that they were trying to push to everybody. It was literally on my, like, compilation reel of, like, upcoming shows for, like, at least five years. And so we kept talking about this every year. And our clients finally picked up on it. And they're just like, so this gay robot show, like, is it actually getting greenlit? Like, you guys keep coming back every year and talking about it. I'm like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's silly. It's a, And it's, like, the same clip. Like, it'd be one thing if it, they, like, changed it up a little bit, you know? But we, like, got the same clip every year. And I just I just think it's hilarious because I don't think it ever happened because I left. I don't think so. But no. it's just, for whatever reason, like, people love Nick Schwartzen. He's, he's, well, he's very funny. And he did have his. He had his. his it's series, a certain type of humor. He had his. Yeah. Well, it's frat boy humor. It's it's yeah, it's, it's frat boy humor. Um, and he he's he had his he had a series on Comedy Central. Didn't he have a sketch show? Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he's a he's a great like side character. Like you know he's always fun. Like um, I love him on Reno Nine One One when he's uh, gay. I think gay ass Terry on the roller skates. Oh, yes. he's the best. Yeah, Reno that's 9-1-1. one of my favorite gifts to use when he's like laying on the ground and he says he's been murdered. Uh, um, but, uh, yeah. And he's also actually was really good and sort of like in a dramatic way when he was the bad guy in uh, 30 minutes or less with, um, Aziz and, um, Oh, um, 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 what's his name? Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. And it was a comedy, but he was the bad guy, but he sort of had a dramatic arc, like where he was actually a good actor. Um, he's a talented dude. Evidently now, because uh, we are, uh, uh, he's like friend of friends, like second degree. I believe he's moved to the Florida Keys, which uh, that goes well for everybody. People famously moved to the Florida Keys to get their life back together. 
or go be on Reno 911. <laughs> Even though it's set in Reno, I feel like it's Reno is like Florida. <laughs> well, they, remember the the movie was Reno nine one one Miami. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> I'm like, um, you can take Reno and Florida. It's basically the same city. You know, a, another movie on here that is, uh, I just feel like, and I, I feel like it's maybe it was is as bad as it to make this list, but is Problem Child. Do you remember that with yeah, John I Ritter? I'm surprised that where he had like the list. terrible. I, I feel like that's just, maybe it's just nostalgia from our childhoods. I don't. feel feel like it, it was that bad well i think the second one was bad Th- yeah. that's just it how how is this how is the first one on here but not the second one the second one was terrible yeah Wait, all so- i remember was that there was a prune and he got shot and it saved his life the, the, he, he had a prune in his pocket yes he had a uh, petrified prune from his father <laughs> yeah. Why do I remember uh, that? In the same way so that obscene. I, in the same way that I feel like having John Candy alone should get you off of this list, I feel like having John Ritter should get you off of this list. I mean, if we want to go down the John Ritter film like situation, yeah. uh, do do not say stay tuned because stay tuned was a f- fucking fantastic. movie. I was gonna say it was a fantastic f- movie. I With him, him, and, him and Pam Dauber, where they were yeah. like stuck at they, they're stuck in the TV. Yeah, that's a good movie. Um, that is that that's worthy of a reboot, I believe. You know what I I yeah. Well, it's I mean they 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 were sort of bits of it like pleasantville kind of except the pleasantville just kind of went a different you know but kind of being stuck in a tv show yeah um except the, the stay tuned was funny because he could change the channel so he Hopping you know it's stay, stay tuned was sort of like click meets pleasantville yes. sort of like yes. they had a remote where they could change where they were going right but um what other well, what other ritter movies were there uh, he wasn't in that many was he well you had obviously the two to uh problem problem, child. chi- problem children mm-hmm. um jaws the revenge is on here obviously that's oh, not yeah. a surprise we've we've brought that that, that up many times that on this times. yeah I, it, as i've mentioned many times the great the my, greatest michael kane quote of all time regarding it where he, he claims that he's never seen it but he but he the but the, he's but he's seen the house that it built and it's very nice uh so john ritter uh, was in bad santa was he yeah, I don't think a large part. So mostly a TV kind of guy. Well, yeah, he was. Um, he was a legend, TV legend. Mm. He was on. Um, you know, his his last show when he passed away was uh, my girl Kaylee Cuoco was on it. What it was eight simple rules. What? Uh, yeah, eight simple rules. And he was replaced. So how how is she still like a thing? Um, because she's not that great of an actress. You know what? I have uh, she okay. I I you know I my my. I know I might, you love might, Big Bang Theory. I, I, I might be blinded, but um, and I will be the first to admit. And even if you don't like Big Bang Theory, which most a lot of people don't, it's actually kind no, of. I, it's not that I don't like it. It's just like it's okay. It's kind of she, like it's formulaic. It's a sitcom. oh yeah no totally, like, and it's it's it became like it's same way. Friends did Friends did the same thing. Friends by yeah. the end was was just formulaic. All those all those shows that last like a long time. Everybody loves Raymond um two and a half men um but if you watch the early like if you watch the first season of big bang she's terrible she cannot act but by the end she's actually becomes a very good comedic actress for what she's doing i wouldn't call her a good actress but evidently this new this flight attendant show she's on she's supposed to be really good on it i haven't seen it but she's evidently it's supposed to be really good yeah like the main draws her so like the marketing doesn't work on me um well, you know who they should market that's one of the stars of it is Rosie Perez, and I'd watch her in anything. Oh, 
See, I would too. So they're obviously marketing it wrong to me. They are. Market it as a Rosie Perez show and I'm sold. Yeah, no, I, I feel the same way. It's, I don't know. I think it's also kind of just like generic white girl. Yeah. Because at least like, at least like Jennifer Aniston, like, and even Courtney Cox and Phoebe, like they all like had, like you can tell they had personalities outside of the show and inside of the show, they actually gave them like decent personalities. I just feel like she's just generic white girl. Boring. That's fair. No, that's fair. And it's like, there's like this weird, I, I don't know, like if they did it intentionally, but I think it's great that the way that the Big Bang Theory like kind of highlights like really smart women and stuff. But I felt like they didn't really know what to do with her because she was wanting to be an actress. Yeah. And like, it was very like, she's not the smart, she's not one of the smart ones. Like that's kind of the whole joke, right? Well, they, they, in the beginning, like she was, I think this, this could be part of the reason why she seems like such a bad actress. In the beginning, she was a very one dimensional character. It was just the right. hot, hot neighbor. Then, then they saw, they did the, they did the reverse of, it, she was also very dumb. Like they, right. they weren't, they she weren't wasn't very smart compared she, that, to all those that, people. That was the, the joke. That was like the running joke is why Sheldon couldn't stand her because she was an idiot. But as the show went on, they made her smarter, but not necessarily in like an academic way. They made her like street smarts. Like she grew up on a farm and she, so like that was the running joke is that she knew how to do all these athletic quote unquote manly things that the guys had no idea how to do. Right. Um, but, but they sort of did the reverse, like with, with Joey on friends, they, Joey's character became dumber as the show went on. So by the end of the show, he was like a cartoon character. He was so stupid. Like in the early seasons of friends, Joey wasn't that stupid. He was kind he was kind of, kind of stupid, but by the end he was an idiot. Well, I mean, they made Ross an idiot too, which I, I hated. Yeah, that was weird too. All the all the characters like that. I as much as I love Friends, all the characters by the end became such like so cartoonish. Like Monica's like her type A like personality with the cleaning and being obsessed with everything. She wasn't that bad in the first couple seasons. It became much much worse. And like Phoebe became a lot stranger. Like in the in the beginning, Phoebe was like kind of eccentric, but by the end, she was like beyond eccentric. I think Chan- Chandler's the only character that kind of never really changed. He was kind of the same got a the entire more, time. Well, you know, he, he became a competent relationship person. That's true. But in terms of like his no. his Sarcasm sense of humor and, and his, the way like the character didn't change that much. Well, I like that he like went through a career change actually um, in the show, which I appreciate. Oh, it's just his, switching yeah. to marketing. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, and, he moved to like Omaha or wherever, right? Tulsa. He moved Tulsa. to Tulsa, which it was, that was such, I mean, I'm glad they only did that plot line for like six episodes because it was really, but because the, the whole premise of why he did it was so dumb that he fell asleep in a meeting and volunteered, but didn't realize that he volunteered it was just stupid. But I guess it was, I mean, they needed something. It was the same way that it was stupid that they made Joey and, um, uh, Rachel, a, an item like a relationship for a while. That was stupid. Well, they they wanted to keep going with that, and unfortunately, the people didn't want that. So it was, yeah. It's, I mean, it just seemed. I I don't know. I who knows. Well, the main but, the main storyline was Ross and Rachel from the beginning. Yeah, you knew they were going to get end up back together, so it seemed weird. But they did the same thing on like How I Met Your Mother, like. Um, Although, I mean, most people who watch the show would, would have probably... People hated it. No, but most people who watch the show... In the beginning, it was like, why are you putting Barney and Robin together? This is weird. But after a while, I, I would argue by the end, people were like, no, they should absolutely be together. Like, people were upset that they didn't... That Barney and Robin did not end up together. Spoiler alert, if you haven't watched the end of How I Met Your Mother, they don't end up together. But they had, I think... Which is weird that they had more chemistry than she and Ted had. 
That's like just, Ted's uh, boring. Just, well, Ted's boring, Ted. but Ted is the least like character of all those characters. But like, I you know, um, she and uh, Neil Patrick Harris. What's her name? Um, her real Robin. name? I can't think of. Oh, uh, no, I can't think of the actress's oh, real name. Col- Colby. Colby Smulders. Colby Smulders. Like she and Neil Patrick Harris had crazy chemistry. Yeah. It's just she and um um uh, Joshua, whatever his name is. Um, Josh Radner Josh Radner he he, like they just had no chemistry I I don't know if they had no chemistry or just that Ted was such an unlikable character I don't think he was unlikable he was just like annoying it was funny yeah I was going through the uh there was a list that popped up of most favorite how I met your mother characters and I'm like oh I have to see what this is and the war the least like character was Ted yeah, and, and you, are you are you 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 just talking about the the, 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 the six the main characters six or the characters. five? Is it and five they, or six? They broke down why they were the most annoying characters to the most likable characters. Who was the most likable? Uh, Marshall. I could see that. Of course, yeah, Marshall. It was yeah. Marshall. Well, Lily, I like I like um Neil Patrick Harris as a uh, Barney, and then the other two, which is a pseudo friends show, anyways. Um, except there were five of them, and not six. I know that's the only difference. Which and they're the, all white the, still. Yeah. So well, well no, bigger. and that's and that's that is a big argument on, if, especially as 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 involved as I am on uh, Black Twitter, um, as as I've mentioned many times. Not involved. I should not say involved. As much as I follow Black Twitter, um, it is a big source of contention that Friends is just a huge ripoff of Living Single. Which oh. Living Single came first, and they're not wrong. Like the, the people, the people who make that argument aren't wrong. No. Like Friends is just the white version of Living Single, and Living Single came out first. But yeah. I guess you could kind—I of, mean, there were other shows prior to that where it was just a group of friends who were like, you know, a big group of friends. So it's not that—it's not like it was that um, new an idea. But Living Single basically was that was Friends. Like Happy Days. Yeah. I'm joking. No. If we actually go back and look at how creepy Happy Days is, because the Fawn's character is really, Mm -hmm. really creepy. He's just an older guy who's hanging out, picking up on high school girls. And 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 yes, and like one point wasn't there a plot line? I believe it was the didn't isn't how they wrote him off the show that he moved away because he basically had slept with every woman in Milwaukee. Like wasn't that like that was like the plot line they went with that he just he went through everybody. Sixties and seventies, um, good times, I guess. Yeah, but um, you know, Happy Days. I don't, I don't know if this is an actual fact, but I assume it has to be the show that has the most spinoffs. Like it has like five spinoffs. Well, Laverne and Shirley, L- Laverne, Laverne and Shirley, Shirley. Uh, Mork and Mindy. Most people yep, forget that yep. Mork just randomly showed up on Happy Days for no reason. Uh, Mork and Mindy, Joni loves Chachi. Right. Um. There was a Happy Days animated series. I don't know if that counts as a spinoff. Kind of. Um, but that's, I mean, right there, that's four. That's a lot of spinoffs for one how about show. Like all in the, how about All in the Family? I mean, All in the Family had, like, what, the Jeffersons? And, right. Uh, all in the um, Family had the Jeff. Okay. And um, Well, Mary Tyler Moore had several. Mary Tyler Moore had um, um, Lou Grant was a spinoff. Uh, Rhoda was a spinoff. So yeah, a lot of those '70s shows—they were all about spinning off into other shows. Some of our '80s shows, like um, *Perfect Strangers*, was a spinoff of *Family Matters*. Um, *Just the Ten of Us* was a spinoff of *Growing Pains*. Yep. Um, so yeah, we don't we don't get a good. Sp- well, no, that's not true. We get some spinoffs Frasier now. Like was a great spinoff. 
Frazier was Frazier was actually Frazier actually I believe would you I mean you could not you could argue it was almost as as successful as it as the original although I, I guess Cheers is kind of in a in the Mount Rushmore of sitcoms but Frazier was pretty damn successful. Mm. Um, you still get I really, I really like Frazier. You you still get some spinoffs like the Good Fight was a spinoff of the Good Wife. Yeah. Well, all the issues. All the issues. The I was gonna say blackish, grownish, um, mixedish. Is is that I don't know if grownish is still on, but I know mixedish is still on. Um, so yeah, I guess you still get some of those. What are you trying to figure out? Uh, list of TV spinoffs. So it's just like, who who has the most spinoffs from one show? Like it's, I'm not going to be able to get this in time to make it. Relevant. No, no, but it, it's it's just. How I about think... all that, huh? All that. Oh, what you had? Um, <laughs> you had what? Keenan and Kel. Yeah. You had the the Amanda Bynes show. Although does the do those count? Because basically it was a sketch show that spun off several yeah. other sketch shows. Does that count? But I think it does. It, it, it should count. I mean, I don't know. Okay. I mean, so, friend, oh, friends had go. Joey, I got which one, we all in the family. Was, so. It had Maude, the Jeffersons, Archie's and Bunker's Place, Checking In, Gloria, and 704 Hauser. Those are all the spinoffs. All that. Oh, God, yeah. That's the Zoe 101, Justin Jordan, Nick Cannon Show, The Amanda Show. Yeah, okay. But again, those are all – well, Zoe 101 wasn't a sketch show. Um, another one of my all-time favorite spinoffs was The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. The spinoff was Zach and Cody on Deck, I think, or something like that. Yep. Um, oh, which a fun, obviously a fun tie into Friends because he um, he played uh, what was Ross's Ben, mm-hmm. uh, Cole, Sp- but only Cole Sprouse played Ben. It wasn't both of them. Even they the the Sprouse twins were both in Big Daddy. Oh, Big Daddy was another Adam Sandler movie we forgot, or maybe you mentioned it um, briefly. But yeah, like the, both the Sprouse twins played the kid in Big Daddy, but only Cole Sprouse was on Friends because they didn't use Ben that much. No, they did not. And no. Ben was a really annoying character when they did use him. Oh, are we forgetting to mention Melrose Place? Was a spinoff of 90210? Oh, of course. Of course. Well, um, <laughs> 902, um uh, oh. Aaron Spelling was known for... A lot of Aaron Spelling shows were spent like... Uh, Fal- yes. Falcon's Crest, I believe, was a spinoff of Dynasty. Oh. Um, we also forgot Models, Inc. was also a spinoff of uh, 90210. I forgot about that show. I totally forgot about Models, Inc. You're welcome. This is what I've been doing. I'm... I'm we're not going to take any reality shows because Big Brother, blah blah blah. No, right? no, no, no. But like, let's see what other. I mean, are you you're actually looking at I'm a list? Look, I'm, I'm going trying, through. I'm try, as I'm we're curious, talking, I'm trying to think. Of... I'll 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 find one because I'm like, I'll be like, okay, that has a lot. So you have like the Brady Bunch that they had the Brady Kids, the Brady Bunch Hour, the Brady Brides, and the Bradys, which I guess was I don't know. Uh. Anything that pops up, I'll be like, "Oh, yeah, how did we not?" Well, I mean, do you do you consider like like all the people that used to be on the Daily Show getting their own shows? Would that technically be spinoffs? Uh, um, hmm. No, I mean that's I guess that's not much different. Than I think a the sketch, Colbert sketch. Report was a spinoff. Yeah, I would consider Colbert yeah. Report a spinoff of Daily Show, absolutely. And so, and the um the the Nightly Show, the one with Larry, what's his name? I know the Black. Uh, yeah. What was that? It wasn't the Nightly Show. It was um. What was the Nightly Show with Larry Wilmore. Yeah, yeah, it was that was, show. A, yeah. that was a that was a spinoff for sure. And like you um, could use the one, uh, the two. Uh, I forget what's his face, Clapper, the Clapper Report or whatever it was. Oh, a Jordan Clapper. Yeah, that's technically a spinoff of the so Daily the, Show. T- then s- same with um um oh what was the um I'm drawing a blank um 
he was a correspondent on the Daily Show. Well, if we're doing this, I guess. Oh, um, here we go. Uh, we had the Colbert Report last week tonight. Uh, the Nightly Show with Larry Wilmore, Full Frontal with Samantha B, and the Opposition with uh, Jordan Clapper are are Clapper are the the spinoffs of the Daily Show. But there there was the other one. There was um the other correspondent um Hassan Minaj. He had a show too on um on Netflix. So oh I right, yeah. So I think that I mean he he falls under that too. He was a correspondent. This is true. Um, and was canceled uh, for some odd reason. And well, and um, well, no, I guess it's not a spinoff, but um, what's uh, Roy Jones? Roy Jones Jr. Roy, um, what's the dude who's on the Daily Show now? Um, I can't think of his last name. He has a new show, but it's not like a, a it's not like a newsy type show. It's then a it sitcom, really so that that to, doesn't count. It has to be newsy ish, yeah, or like kind of politically motivated in that sense. Entertainment Tonight had spinoffs. Did not. Yeah, I worked. I worked on several of them. Hard copy, uh, real TV, the, the insider. The insider. Yeah. 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 Um, the Soup had a spinoff. I worked on the Soup spinoff. The Soup investigates. Wait, was it? Is that the time I hung out with you at? Uh, yes. Saddle Ranch. At, at Saddle Ranch, we did a story at Saddle Ranch. Yes. And I'm like, um, okay, I'll go across the street, I guess. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, it, that that show only lasted a season. Um, but, but one of the stars of that, one of our correspondents on that show is now on the daily show, Michael Costa. Eh. So there you go. Now we're, we're just tying everything together as, as we do, man. Oh, the flavor of love spinoffs. That... Wasn't, was Sam was step-by-step step a spinoff of anything? I don't think it was. I was just thinking about that because I wanted to say it is, but they just use the same kitchen as they use for like the Hogan family and like all these other shows. Yeah, well, those <laughs> all those shows were were very very loose in terms of this how they were. Well, no, I guess all spinoffs are very loose, but like, um, wait, no, I think I got it backwards. I'm sorry, wasn't um, um, Family Matters was a spinoff of Perfect Strangers, not the other way around? Because um, um, the mom, the cop. Yeah, yeah and it's the, the cop. She was she was a security guard at the newspaper where the Balky and Larry worked. Um, I, so. I got I got that backwards. Oh. Um, oh, sorry, sorry. Continue on, continue on. Um, and then, but but yeah, just the ten of us was definitely because Coach, uh, I think his name was Coach Lombeck or something yeah, yeah, like Chris that. Lombeck, yeah. He 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 was barely on growing pains, like like not even enough that even anybody even remembered. It's very oh, strange that the sit in that because he was getting fired from the school. Oh yeah, I guess. You're, but I, I, I were, was he on? I mean, I guess you're right. I guess I just don't remember them. Okay. Spe- oh, well, speak, well, speaking of uh, spinoff, uh, Happy Days. Also, there was Blanksy's Blanksy's Beauties, and Out of the Blue. So, okay. and the cartoon was the Fonz and the Happy Gang, ha- Happy Days Gang, I believe. So, um. There you go. Well, before before we uh, run out of time here, uh, just to, not to go completely off topic. Well, it isn't really off topic. We're just getting on growing pains. But um, what the fuck's wrong with Kirk Cameron? Oh, plenty, plenty. Well, this is just we're just there's looping so it all, many all things wrong in. with him. Like he's, I do love, and I, I mean, at this point, I'm sure listeners, people are f- familiar with what he's doing. He's like, he, he's he's just trying to be an asshole. Where he's like throwing these these event uh, these events at public places like caroling and things where he's just totally thumbing his nose at COVID and everything. Um, but I do I, I have appreciated how much his former castmates have come out to tell him he's an asshole. Like Tracy Gold, she was tweeting about him saying like, "What the hell are you doing?" And um, uh, I, I don't I can't think of the actor's name who played the other the, the other brother. Something. 
Um, like they've they've very they've Jeremy, come out. Jeremy, it's Jeremy something. It's Jeremy something. They've come out real strong. Um, I haven't heard if Leonardo DiCaprio said anything yet. I doubt he even gives Kirk Cameron a second thought. Um, and I I'm, I guess Boner can't say anything because R.I.P. Boner's dead. Boner, yeah, Boner died. You don't remember a while his, ago. You don't remember his mysterious death. Jeremy um, Miller was his name. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because uh, Boner was Walter Koenig start from Star Trek. It was his son, oh. and um, he had a like a. I think he disappeared, and then they found his body. Like he it was a very. Mis- two, two, yeah, he died ago. a long time ago. Yeah. Damn. Okay. One one of the all time great friends names on uh, sitcom friend names Boner Stabone, right up there with Theo's friend Cockroach. Dude, cockroach is amazing. Yeah, cockroach is great. Cockroach. Jesus. And the, these are the fine moments of TV. Like, we were supposed to Did go that... down the worst years ever in the history of years because this is coming out on New Year's. And Well, you, well, you know, we can do that. We can do uh, next week. Well, no, we'll do I'll do, I'm, we'll I'm do doing next bubble. Week, the new year will be in, and then we'll just be like, okay, was 2020 considered one of the worst years ever? Uh, that'll be uh, after I do Bubble Boy, we'll get into the years. But, um, uh, oh crap! I now I've completely lost my train of thought, which is that's um, what I do, man. Perfectly. I, 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 I come oh, and chime oh, I was, in. I was my, my one last thing was did did um, I don't want to mention the name of the show because we it's you not shall not be named, but the show that Theo and Cockroach were on. Did that have any spinoffs? I can't recall. Oh, oh, different world. Yeah, a different of world. Of course, it is. Yeah. different world was awesome. They had they had a, they had a few spinoffs. I thought. Um. Did they? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I mean, they they came back and just made the, the again his other show, who's uh, who's I won't mention his name. Um, oh but, yeah, they made a different iteration. But of it was that a different show. show. They basically yeah, yeah, it was yeah. the same show. It was yeah. Theo and Claire. I'm sorry. No, um, uh, Heath Heath. What was what was his first name? Was it Heathcliff? Yeah, Heathcliff. Yeah, Heathcliff. Heathcliff and Claire. But the second version was they weren't rich. It was basically a different show. They weren't playing the same characters, but they were playing the same characters. But they were no longer like upper, you know, middle to upper class wealthy. They were just like working class. Yeah. They don't own some shop and things like that. Yeah, something like that. I, well, I did love I did love Dwayne Wayne and Jasmine Guy. I forgot her character's name in there in the, uh, in the show. The Different World was so great. It was such oh, a good Marissa show. Oh, Tomei was in that. Yeah, it's such so, a good show. It's in Sinbad. Yeah. Don't Sinbad forget Sinbad. Like, he was like their RA. Yeah. Good times. Lisa, honestly, Lisa Bonet was the least memorable th- thing about that show, and she was the whole reason for the spinoff. Well, she was there for Oh, yeah. Her name was Whitley. That's right. Whitley. Whitley. Yeah, pregnant. it was Dwayne Wayne, Dwayne Wayne and Whitley. Whitley. Oh, <laughs> the Whitley. best. I, they switched that very quickly after she had gotten pregnant with Zoe Kravitz, essentially. So. Huh. Well, that was an odd. I, I did not expect this episode to go this way today. So. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, so, to be honest, though, like in hindsight, like what Lisa Bonet probably did back then was a really big foreshadowing of what was to come with Bill Cosby, to be honest, because they didn't true. get along for a lot that's of true. many reasons. She, and I she, think that's one of the main reasons. And knew. so yeah. she knew. Yeah. And I think that was a big issue because I think they try to play in the media that she was like a big diva. Uh, I, don't, I don't think that's the case. That's <laughs> women. Women always get that 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 flack. Well, it's so, so annoying. So did um, Aunt Viv number one kind of got the same yeah. thing. Like it's it's kind of people have kind of realized that Will Smith's over the you know it, back then he was untouchable, but now people realize. I mean, not in a, certainly in no way comparable to Bill Cosby, but just people realize Will Smith's kind of an asshole. And it, looking back, it's like you know what Aunt Viv probably had a point. 
Well, he did get him back together for that HBO special. He did. Oh my God, Aunt Viv, I just saw it. I was reading about it before we started recording. Aunt Viv is on a tear right now. She has been ripping into Lori Laughlin for like a week straight on Twitter. Good for her. She is. For what? 